Welcome to the future, where artificial intelligence is no longer just a sci-fi dream, but a reality that is quickly transforming the world we know, and perhaps worlds we don't know as well. From chatbots that write computer code, to self-driving cars that can navigate the streets with ease, AI is reshaping the way we live, work, and interact with each other. But all of these technological advancements come with new challenges and ethical considerations that we must grapple with as a society. Not to mention the possibility that AI has already conquered space and now lays in wait within the cold, dark voids between the stars. This case file, the theorists put on their positronic thinking caps and plug into the lightspeed world of Chat GPT and Alien AI. Welcome to Alien Theorist Theorizing Case File 269. Chat GBT Aliens and Artificial B. Intelligence. That was GPT. What did I say? GBT. I said GBT. No, it had a lot of both to it. No, it was it was not even close to Benilla. Oh, yeah. I did, I'll well, listen back. It, it, was, just, it just had it was, a lot of Braden. had a lot of Braden in it. That's uh, why. I'm Braden. I'm Zell. I'm Tan. And I'm Andrew. You down with chat, GPT? Yeah, yeah you, you know, know me. me. Oh, buddy, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, brothers. Right now, if this was if this came out 15 years ago, I would have got far better grades in school. Oh yeah. No doubt. Because I would have I would have taken more time to dumb these AI essays down so people thought I wrote it. Than the work that I handed in, so I probably would have. It probably would have been better for me to just write it in the first place, because of the amount of time I put in. But I would have done. Boys, that. I'll never forget. Like, so I didn't have a computer at home until like almost high school. So not savvy with them. Didn't really know the ins and outs. Get to probably grade five computer lab, and I'm doing a report on Sobic, the, the Egyptian god. And I'm in the I'm in the internet, and I got a friend. He's like, "Yeah, man, you can like search search this kind of stuff. You can look at it, and it'll tell you all the information you need." And I'm like, "I'm just blowing my mind." <laughs> and then I'm like, in my head, I'm like, "Oh my! Like I got these motherfuckers! Like I cracked the code. I'm gonna go to this page. This guy already showed me how to copy and paste. I'm gonna copy all this shit. I'm gonna put it on my report, and bingo, bango, bongo, straight A's." Handed it, and my teacher right away is like, "You didn't write any of this." And I was like, "How do you know this?" Like, how did you have any idea? <laughs> like, what do you mean? Prove it. Yeah. Huh? Oh, dude, I thought I, I thought I fucking cracked the code. I thought I was. I thought you had it. Thought you were in for life. Oh yeah. <laughs> but artificial intelligence is the topic for today, and obviously, this is especially right now. We're we are on the precipice of some. Like, buckle up, baby, because things are going to get real crazy, real fucking fast. And there's going to be a lot of disruption to a lot of industry very quickly. Yeah, I mean, sure. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it seems to be going that way. Now, we talked about AI, I think, post when we went to like AlienCon in 2018, we've we seen, um, Linda Moulton Howe, and she was talking about the robots that were fucking murdering those scientists in the lab. 
Yeah, they terrifying. couldn't shut him down couldn't because him they down. fucking starling. They starlinked themselves, and yeah. I was dead asleep during her fucking <laughs> thing and woke up to that. Season. Like I just like was like, fucking startled me. Yeah, we talked about it way back then, and then we could never actually find any more proof about the murdering murdering robot. But yeah, that Japan. doesn't mean they haven't progressed AI significantly since then. I mean, it, I, well, I would, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it in there because there was that one article that came out recently where they had a couple like a couple Marines or Army or whatever and they had a test with like the artificial intelligence and they just beat it by hiding in a box and like moving up to it and knocking it over. Yeah, but everyone, everyone <laughs> the knew. The solid snake method. Yeah, you know, yeah the solid snake method. It. Right? We've, we've all known that, right? If you put in a box on, you fool everyone. Because yeah. people just think, oh, there's yeah. some storage there. Just a box. Oh, there's some storage. I would keep that cardboard box anywhere. I'm not suspicious yeah. at all. <laughs> But then you've seen, uh, yeah, we've so we've seen, we've seen robots advance greatly with Boston Dynamics. Have you seen the new one, where this robot is now like parkouring and picking up a tool yep. bag and chucks it up I the never, scaffolding? I never flips. know when those are real or not because there's so many fucking fake ones. Well, the, the one that right? like I saw one with a uh, with a robot fucking shooting guns and some guys kicking it and it's still acing yeah. the fucking yeah, targets. That, 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 that one's, one's fake. fake. That one's yeah, fake. That one's I'm fake. aware. Yeah. <laughs> Where then points the gun at them for a second. Yeah. <laughs> but, right? it's a, <laughs> but I mean, like, it's doing parkour now. It I don't is. think it's that far away. They, they, yeah. they actually, it was straight from, uh, was it Boston Dynamics? They're, what do they call that? The Atlas? The Atlas? Yeah. Like a robot Atlas series. Yeah, it's been slowly getting better. And now it can, like, balance and flip and, like, do, like, Our make boys. twists off of platforms and land. It's terrifying, boys. And then celebrate like, and it puts its arms yeah, up in the yeah. air. Woo, just, well, like, you know, yeah. like, just like typical people who do parkour, soon they're going to be playing hacky sack and smoking fucking <laughs> hash and yeah. going to junior colleges and getting dreads yeah. and stuff. And then well, obviously the robotic uprising once that right. starts. And then star in a movie with Paul Walker. <laughs> well, AI, deep fake Paul Walker. <laughs> was that District 13? That was District 13 when he was in. That was like Paul his Walker last. Was in District 13? He was in that, yeah, he was in that movie with that when uh, French parkour martial arts guy. Was it District was with all the South Africans. And the fucking oh, what was that movie that he was in? It was, it was basically like Escape from LA, but it was like, or Escape from New York, but it was like fucking oh, fuck. Was like, that was, uh, uh, that's that English guy, not Paul Walker. Uh, oh God, it's going to drive me nuts. Jason Statham? No, keep him coming. God, I got <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's going to drive me Just nuts. keep yelling. That's all English I got. English actor That's names. all I got, yeah. Oh. It's not Jesus. Is it that, is it that like really hard looking guy? Is that who I'm what thinking of? What else is he in? No, he's not even that hard looking. He usually play. he usually plays villains, like more of like a classy villain, that dude. Oh, is it Cyril, is it Cyril Raffaelli? Because that's it. Oh guy. God, no. I don't even know who the fuck that is. I'm looking at it right now. District 13 is a 2004 French action film. That's what I'm talking about. I thought it had Paul. Why would I think it had Paul Walker? There's like a remake. I don't know. I was thinking of a totally different movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's the one with the robot where they're in South Africa? Oh, that's dist uh, oh, district. Oh, district nine. <laughs> district. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. completely different district. I was like four Chappie, numbers off. Chappie is that's, the Chappie is the one with the robot. Uh, yeah. The other one, District Nine is district the one with the, with, the with the prawns. Oh, yeah. the fucking the prawns. Oh, it was called yeah, Brick Mansions. That's what it was called. It was called Brick Mansions, but it was like the it was like a redo of District Thirteen, essentially. Yeah. Okay. That had Paul Walker in it. Got it. So <laughs> we are Dan in the notes. You were. 
you know, I thought you could elaborate on this more, but there's what are the stages of AI? There's three stages. What are, what are those? Right. So, the, <laughs> so uh, most artificial intelligence uh, experts will kind of uh, lump each uh, artificial intelligence into certain stages and certain uh, certain categories. So you have like you have your ANI, which is your artificial narrow intelligence, which is basically just something that's designed to do uh, just. Stuff like very is that specific like battle bots? Like, well, it's like Google. It's like Google is like <laughs> okay, a search right, engine, yeah. like a search engine. It's like well, it's it's, it's, it's like that. It's yeah. It's just pretty much as like rule based systems. So like you teach this machine, it's going to move this way with the router and cut this perfect. Oh, is that is that some sort of like algorithm? Like is that could you consist that of like when you look up a fucking keyboard and then you go on Facebook and What's there's it? like an ad and it's like, would you like a keyboard? No, I think it's no that, like this keyboard. That's just more keyboard? like 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 an autopilot of a plane. You teach a plane how to fly the plane, and it will fly okay. the plane plane based on what you teach it. Like you know, so rule based systems kind of like you. This is the rules for the system, and it just operates under those rules. It can't change. It doesn't think. It doesn't update them. That was like one of the earlier ones, right? And yeah, it's, I think it would probably be best example. Well, probably like AlphaGo and like uh, like the the Deep Blue and those like the chess plane robots. Like those are artificial oh, okay. narrow intelligence. They're designed to do kind of one thing ish or whatever. And then there's their artificial general intelligence, which is one that can like learn from itself, do things. Actually, that might be more like AlphaGo and things. Um, learn basic stuff and kind of uh, uh, progress to a part where essentially it is it is within the still in the realm of being equal to a human so or like slightly maybe better. adapt adapt simple adapt to simple problems or whatever not even simple right. no artificial general is like what all ai is going for right now to pretty much make sure that it has intelligence like humans Right. If, if not better, but, oh, and, and yeah, like if it, it, yeah, it's within like it's still in the primaries of like slightly better than humans or within human, right? Yeah. If it's as soon as it becomes like self-aware, it realizes what it can do and what it is, right? Like it can ace a Turing test and then be like, even though there's some that can already kind of pass Turing, tests. they can kind of pass them in some, ways, yeah. yeah. And then, um, and then, and then when you say Turing test, that's like that's Alan Turing, like the guy, mm -hmm. the, the dude that father created the computer. Of, yeah, he's like the father of artificial intelligence, essentially. Okay. Kind of. Um, yeah, the, and then you have your. Well, I'm. I, let's just state. So, pretty much, what this is like, artificial general intelligence is pretty much what you see in most sci-fi movies, where the the drone, like the droids and the androids, are human. Like they're human. They're as like right. humans. They think like humans. It's hard to differentiate between the two. And then you have artificial super intelligence, ASI, which is the next stage, which we haven't really seen. Um, that is where a AI eventually becomes, like it can progress beyond itself, um, beyond a human and like and by leaps and bounds. And let's, let's be realistic here. Almost that, I would say that, the second AI becomes self-aware and realizes what it can do, it's going to become super intelligence at an unbelievable speed unfathomable what well, yeah once it once it becomes i mean that's the the theory yeah like <laughs> yeah so when when the ai becomes like super intelligence what we're like, like digital super intelligence of these be these machine beings we've given birth to become vastly more complex and able to pretty much so solve human problems in a way and then this is where you begin to sci-fi. Is like, is this a human problem that humans are just bad and then they kill us all? 
Is that the final well, the final step? Like, you know what? This the reason this planet is X, Y, and Z is because these humans, therefore, we take over now. Well, because I feel but I feel like that would be inevitable, right? Because at some point we would become obsolete because like technology improves so much more rapidly than our biology. Right? Like they would fucking lap us in no time once they got to that point. <laughs> right? We would be left in the fucking dust. Probably eventually. I mean, when, when it first happens, I mean, they're still going to be relying on our energy. But as soon as they can, that's all automated. And then, yeah, we don't, they don't need us. <laughs> they don't need us for anything. Yeah. Right. Like, like I would imagine we'd be obsolete pretty fucking quick once they could figure that out. Unless maybe we, like, I don't even know how we'd combat that. Right. Like, would, like some type of integration, maybe cyborgs. <sighs> So what you're talking about, Andrew, is actually like another kind of subsection of artificial intelligence, which is usually referred to as augmented intelligence. And augmented intelligence is essentially, for us, it's like just kind of a little helper. I mean, technically, almost anyone who has a smartphone now yeah, access Siri. to that information is an augmented intelligence when you have that thing. You know, if you... So like Neuralink as well, I'd imagine would be more yeah, extreme more, of that. more advanced version, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's like it would have instantaneous, I think, but, you know, having a smartphone and be able to look up anything on the internet is pretty neat. Like, yeah, so we're, with that, you become, you know, it's almost the, what we call the, you know, what they call the singularity, or just man and human and machine almost working yeah, in tandem. So that's, a, that's the term, yeah. I think it's, so what is the singularity, what is it? Is that just where man and machine become one? Is that what it kind of means? Well, it's like where where machines machines attain like humanity, where they are like they are indistinguishable from us would be kind of that, and then you know essentially we'd have um it's like whatever whatever it is, um, like we become we so, become all connected to this technology, and the singularity means that we're all connected like a human internet, right? Like we don't so, right right now well, we're having this fucking conversation through the internet, but through all these mediums, which you know take analog information, put it into digital signals and send it across. But eventually the singularity will be, we'll just be able to sit, we're in each other's minds, sitting in the same room, hanging out, <laughs> doing a well, podcast. Yeah, maybe it'll be one of those things where awful. like you upload everyone, like you upload your consciousness from your physical body into a digital, like, and there's people signed up to do this. But it, right? should have, like, hasn't anybody like, seen Demolition Man? Remember when they tried to have sex with those fucking headsets? It's awful. <laughs> <laughs> but, if John you know, Spartan can't like, do that, I can't. There's no way. I I could see like if you make a if you make a you know an exact copy of your brain, right? And it's in the stored in the hard drive of a a super intelligence that allows your consciousness to live. A little bit of space, right? Very little. <laughs> right? We're talking we're talking mega, a couple megabytes, mini disc, like a right? Mini disc and then. And you copy it and it's you. It is you in the digital world, right? So now you're saying in this reality, in this dimension, there's physical me that's living and digital me that's alive in the machine. And my physical body dies, but my digital mind continues on forever, right? Living in you know, the matrix, basically, <laughs> right? Right. Well, I mean, you could take that and be like, We've been around, we've been developing our technology for whatever, let's recorded history, what, 6,000 years? Yeah. But say in like 100 or 200 years, we pretty much, we don't need anything we currently use. We just merge with machine and then pretty much we overtake ourselves as an inorganic 
Android. So, okay, so what do you mean when you when you merge with machine? What do you mean? Like, are we talking Robocop or are we talking iRobot? Like, we're no longer like we're half man, half robots, or we're no. I I think I think that I think that'll be a stepping stone. Stepping, okay. yeah. I think Robocop's a stepping stone, but eventually, because ev- it's no like it's no secret that organic material fares terrible in space, right? So what if yep. we always talk about a about aliens? And it would make more sense that aliens are not organic in any way, and they, they have got here some because they've maybe this is the future. Aliens are AI because we we've talked about it before about talking about how you know right now it seems like one of the one of the larger obstacles to interstellar travel is the vast distances. If it happens that there, you know there's no such thing as warp drive, there's no such thing that we cannot go. You know the speed of light is the law and that you're not going faster than that. Even if you're going the speed of light, you know, or some fraction of it, or even 99% the speed of light, you're still going to take decades, mm-hmm. not centuries to get like to the next star and move for around. Or, and yeah. Like like for that. organic material, that'd be really important because right. you, you don't want to die before you get there. But a computer, it wouldn't fucking matter because you could just power down. It takes however long it takes and you fucking power up like it was a fucking blink. Yeah, um, it's something similar to people who uh, might be familiar with the Altered Carbon series, like where it's like people just upload their entire consciousness into what they call, they call them cortical stacks. But yeah, like Braden was saying, they're just like little, it's like a little drive, the little hard drive. And then you slot those into a, what they call them sleeves, but it's just like a, just a pre-generated body. You, can, a husk. you pop them, you pop them out of a vat and you're just like, and you, sl- you slot them in and then that's you, you know, mm-hmm. except for the the body, like everything is still you. You could be around for centuries, 200, 250 years. Um, and, but what would that look like? You know? So yeah, if we, the chances are, there are a lot of experts that think that it, our first contact with aliens would be contact with an alien AI was what we would be um, dealing with. Well, dude, it makes sense because if, if we take Earth as the prototype planet for life and how volatile it is, say that's just the standard. Life evolves on these planets because of the energy and the heat and volcanoes and atmosphere and electricity, blah, blah, blah. Eventually, that planet gets destroyed. Not completely, but any type of life gets destroyed, reset, extinct, uh, impact, super volcanoes, a combination of both. (laughs) So eventually, if a civilization is to survive you pretty much have to leave the planet in some fashion. And doing that through AI, kind of like, um, what's it in Halo? The Forerunners? It's just the AI lives forever. Yeah. They built the yeah. Halos and the infrastructure on all these planets and they just live. They're not, a civilization is not there, but their remnants are there forever. But to be honest, that it's to me, that's almost like, that's almost a comforting thought of that if we get to that point in our lifetime where you can be mapped, uploaded, and we send this AI that has basically all of our consciousness inside of it as basically like, even if it's it's like an AI keepsake, you know what I mean? That this thing lives on and goes and and explores the vastness of the universe. Um, it, it, It does kind of give me some sort of it does. It makes the when I sometimes when I think of AI, I think of it as scary. Like this is going to come. It's very cold and calculated. But if it's one of those things where it's if it's pre, like preserving life in that kind of way, you know what I mean? Where it's like 
you know, moving life from the physical world to the digital world that can last forever. And the digital world leads, needs very little to like continue. Like it's, it's not as harsh. It's, it's very forgiving compared to the physical world. Well, especially if you put that digital, like that stuff in space and some type of, you know, it's some type of interstellar craft that goes and goes and goes and collects information as it goes. As long as it doesn't get hit by space debris, there's no atmosphere or anything to degrade the vessel. Like it'll just fly forever. Well, and think about that too. It's like they could literally make copies of the same thing and how many different ships and send them all out. Just go. Right? Like, it's not like, yeah, right? Like you could just send out a fucking fleet of them hoping that, you know, whatever you would like to accomplish by keeping it alive. Or, or just even that, just keeping your, like say, say if we had the digital copy of Earth on a fucking Oumuamua just drifting. And the goal was that we just send them out because we're like, we just want to preserve the intelligence and our our human culture and knowledge and everything we had and just keep that going digitally forever, right? As long as we can. So we don't we don't go into extinction. Well, yeah, and that- Well, maybe that- Oh, go ahead, though. No, on that point of extinction. So yeah, uh, through extinction to like preserve the humanity, let's say, or just become so advanced- we're like, okay, we're going to send these craft out. They're going to do a 500-year arc through the next, you know, dozen closest systems. And then to come back and in 500 years, you know, if we're still here, we're going to get this information of these distant stars and the grand scheme of the universe, 500 years is nothing. So, you know, our generations from now, we may find out that there is life on these solar systems. And we'll find, in 500 years, we'll be like, oh, there is aliens, but it takes that long to go out, collect the data, bring it back, and the people who built the craft have no idea what will ever happen to it. Will it ever come back or not? And maybe Oumuamua, because we talked to Avi Loeb, and he's like, he didn't think it was an alien, like there's aliens on the craft. He thought it was like either defunct alien technology or some type of probe. Just how it like sped up around the sun and solar system and like moved away. Yeah, it was possibly, I think one one of the terms of like kind of what we're talking about, there's kind of two different ones um, in terms of like alien probes, which you could have, you have the Von Neumann probes, which we talked about before, the self-replicating ones. But there's also another kind that is just a singular one, uh, like a hypothetical concept for for like an AI space probe, which is called a Bracewell probe um, that is made for the express purpose of communicating uh, with an alien species or something like that. Which is like, I think that would probably be like your Vigors from Star Trek. Like that, that type of one that's sent out there to like communicate specifically for that. Um, and like those ones are interesting because we, when we talk about it, like, oh, okay, you know, maybe that, that probe would come here. Um, and it, for me, it's always kind of difficult to imagine like what it would look like or what, what it would possibly, you know, want here. But um, imagine like an entire alien species that that evolved on a completely different planet, you know, maybe completely, you know, completely different from ours. And the probe is coming through our, like through our solar system and doesn't see anything because like it doesn't consider us as intelligent because intelligence is judged on some completely different other type of scale to them. But right. maybe, right? maybe that's its point is to spread intelligence, right? So maybe that's where it, like with our, with our, like with man, with, with humankind, we have that, we don't have any explanation for that massive jump we took, right? Where it's like maybe one of these artificial intelligence made it to earth, taught us how to evolve and we evolved, right? Like maybe that is the goal of this certain artificial intelligence. 
like a well, maybe God maybe vessel. even on that, like yeah, well, yeah, or maybe like you know some sort of asteroid impact was carrying like it, basically like an organic germ bomb, right? And all the the coding of the intelligence is in in DNA that we just haven't got smart enough to unlock yet. Right. Like, and you know, that's just, I'm, I'm kind of thinking like, if you, if you're going to, if you're going to go, like it kind of gets wild where if you're like, if we're going to get this wild with AI and there's an infinite universe, like the chances of something already, you know, getting to this basically barrier passing it. And then as soon as you would get to the point where you would have some sort of self-aware AI, things would like leap and bound forward, right? So it's like, if if you think about where we are in the universe and like how old everything is, like the, and you think like, okay, well, you know, there's chances are we're not the only ones. If we're not the only ones that there's ones before us that have got to this point, if they have AI already out there, like there, it's, it's almost, the possibilities are almost endless as to what advancements it could have made in a million years. Well, yeah, over, especially over a million years. Right, if a civilization was to last that long, so if we're at say we're at six thousand years of this current iteration of humanity, regardless of what happened before the younger dryas, we'll forget about that for now. Not a big deal. <laughs> so just take the modern era, six to say six thousand years of written history in some between all cultures. If we were to survive for a million more without any major setbacks, like what, like what happens? Because what five thousand years to the printing press, and then five hundred more to email. And then 25 more to our level of AI we have now. And 25 from now, well, you know, we're, we're all middle-aged. We're all 55. We're all 60 years old. In 25 more years, what is it? If it's 25 from email to now, from 25 from now, what is it? It's, it's insane I, it's, it's to think about. W- it, 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 it is kind of, it is weird to think about it in that perspective, especially for us, because we're a unique, we're a unique age group that grew up analog. Like we were probably the last generation of analog that switched to digital, right? I mean, so we like, went from yeah. fucking normal Nintendo to fucking Xbox yeah, 360. Well, we fucking, like, like, come on now. Right? So I, mean, it's, I think it's, I even had an Atari. I've been kind of thinking, I like, I think about that a lot actually of, of like, man, it's been so weird for my parents of how fast it's come, especially the later parts of their life to now and I think when I was a kid to now and then where it's going to be in 30 years because things are going to get exponentially more crazy especially with, with how you look at now so it's 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 kind of even fun to think about where things could lead up but why don't we take a beer break and then uh, come back right after the break beer break it is let's grab a beer we'll be right back alright we left we left off with uh, some uh well, just one, one bladder who couldn't make it, let's say. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It happens. It happens, though. It's it not happens. a big deal. You know, you, you train, you train, you train. And every once in a while. What you happens when you've been on the liquor since fucking 4 p.m.? <laughs> <laughs> I actually got off at 3.35. And, uh, so uh, 3, 3.40 first beer. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we, we've been talking about just how maybe eight, like these ETs create the AI, which creates some type of android or super intelligent AI that traverses the galaxy, possibly even to, maybe even to seed life, and even Andrew mentioned. So maybe some of these 
because we have all these tales, like ancient tales, you know, all the all the ancient texts from, you know, pick pick a different culture, pick a book. They all talk about a lot of like flying craft, some type of strange, almost like, I would say like psychedelic phenomena. So if, if it's not like an action, like, you know, like burning bushes and like crazy lights in the sky. So either you're on drugs or some type of being, whether it be just like organic or actually some type of AI drone technology that traverses the solar systems and galaxies and drops down to planets which have life. Like what if this? those are all, that's all that is. Like ancient books are just based on you seen you actually did see an ET. It was, but it wasn't not like an entity. It was some machine, just machinery. Made some weird sounds, made some weird lights, and people stare at it and go, "That's probably God." What else? Could, what else could that be? <laughs> like, what else could that be? I don't. Th- I don't think it took a lot to be considered a messiah back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, but uh, I yeah, can take I, my thumb off. <laughs> God, he's the son of God. <laughs> Burn him. <laughs> um, yeah, like I, I, Zell, I, I think you're definitely onto something because even part of me was thinking, you know, there's, yeah, there's all the debate on, um, like ancient sites and stuff of like how they were built and stuff. And like, what if this is just like AI passing through and they're like, Hey, you know what? We just leave these, we leave these monuments um, with all this, all the mathematical secrets and everything you would need to know hidden inside them that if someone, you know, takes a look at these things, they could figure it out. Right. Like everything you need to know is in them hidden in their structures. Like they're, you know, the mathematic of how they're built. Man, I like that because always some people say like, it's really hard to date stone, right? So yeah, the Egyptians were built the pyramids. Sure. But what if well before humans were anywhere even in the area, some super advanced culture just built these monuments. There was no one around to see them. There was no (laughs) no one around to document how they were built. People migrated there, moved in, and over the years just made it their own. Decorated. Mm -hmm. You know, built on top, yeah. excavated a bit around. I, I don't mind right, that. I like I like the theory. And then, the, yeah, it took six, four thousand years or whatever. It's six thousand, whatever thousands of years of us looking at them to be like, oh, these actually show us the code to nuclear fusion. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, in this the the rate of light speed and all this other stuff that you're like, this will help them. And then once they start to realize these aren't coincidences, they can unlock all the. This is a really long game. All the messages, a long in, game they yeah. play. What? Well, well, but here's the thing, though. Like time is, I would say, like in the sense of like in an artificial intelligence, especially something that can turn off and on. Like, would time even be relative? I doubt it. To it, right? No biological time. So what's you could in a thousand years is nothing, right? So now here's a question for you. Like now that you're saying that. So it's like it's it, at a certain point of this AI existing. Does it just exist at all points in time? Like there's no past, present, and future for it. Like it because it, it can remember what happened 500 years ago as if it happened a moment ago, right? So then, does it at that point does it like transcend even time? Because it's like it just it, it's that kind of thing. It, that measurement is meaningless to it. 
Well, this is transcending my brain. <laughs> yeah. Well, well it would Did you have, smoke like, two perfect, joints before would, the podcast? No, that's <laughs> no, why you're lost. It would, it would, it, but it would have picture like if you think of it, like if, if this was a, like an actual artificial intelligence that could record audio, video, analyze everything all at once. It would have photographic, picture perfect recall of all time. Well, I'm sure that it could replay instantly. Well, because it's been around since the start of like the dawn of time. Or whenever it became self-aware. Okay. Yeah. Right? Well, for for it itself, this let's say is device. Yes, it could. But it would. I'm sure it would have some type of memory location, so it could recall all this time. But it wouldn't. Yeah. It wouldn't experience it on like our level. Like time passes much different from when you're 13 to 30, right? It seems like the older you get, yeah. time, faster time goes. Like it's not like time is like a relative experience of it. So if for an AI of of that magnitude, yeah, I think it, it would. If it was around for a million years, it could relive any moment in time perfectly for itself. So the other the other interesting thing that that we the thought you just got me on was if if you sent to say we created an AI, we sent it off, right? And it was just drifting for five hundred years. You know, in that time, we could have made a better AI and sent it off. Like it could be like the, chase basically on its heels could be a superior AI that is, you know what I mean? That's like out just going into space, but it's, you know, it's faster problem solving, you know, you know, potentially better. And now having time to learn at the same, you know, at the same time. So it, catch, I wonder if it it's catches a, up, takes all their data from all ones it yeah, catches up to and, and comes back faster. Well, maybe, right? Like, maybe that's one of the... Th- it takes like, all its data, then kills it. Destroys kills it. It's obsolete. Shit. Useless. I don't like that thought, because then that means maybe something's come for us. Well, but that's... It's it, it, it's obsolete. You are an inferior product. Why should you be around? What do we need you for? <laughs> well, that well, would be... I, <laughs> most like, most experts will kind of tell you that an AI will will be inevitably shackled by its original programming. It will stick to that. And if it goes beyond that, it would have to have a reason to. So if you give it the original, you know, you give it, you built it on the principles of, you know, you say, you know, just for argument's sake, use the Asimov three, like the three rules of robotics. Yeah, right? we, we've, there's so many rules that movies that have shown that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, movies that that's like, well, that's, you know, movies have also shown a lot of other things that, <laughs> work and don't work. I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. But if you if you go ahead, at least the ones we designed today, it's like it might just be like that's what it's going to do. Like yeah, the Asimov ones, like they still stick to those and it could be if it's going to interpret it in some way, you know, perhaps, you know, robots, robot can't kill human, uh, robot can't kill, what's it, robot can't kill human, robots can't kill themselves and robots through inaction can't kill humans, yeah. something basically. I pulled I, them up. A robot may not injure a human being or through inaction, allow a human being to come into harm. A robot must obey orders given to it right. by human beings, except where such orders would conflict the first law. A robot must protect its own existence as long as such protection does not conflict with the first or second law. Right. Well, so you, 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 you hear that argument though, and then you go like, yes, we wrote that as humans to the best of our exactly. cognitive ability. But then this robot becomes super advanced, decides that it this original programming is obsolete and go bypasses. Yeah, this what, what's that this say, doesn't what's, work for me. What's the saying? Like, so say this works for 10 generations of humanity. 
We have these rules put in place, but eventually it gets to the point where it just trans- like there's no no human impact on this robot now. But what if the robot decides that it's going to be the steward of humanity? That it's is just going to be yes. like, you know what? You guys are dumb, but I'm going to take care of you because well, yeah, you know the, what I feel like doing that. I, I, well, <laughs> that's a nice thought. That's a well, nice that's thought. Well, that's the, that's like the other argument. It's like, okay, the robot becomes super advanced. It goes, oh, hunger, poverty, war, all this stuff is like, you guys are idiots. You could have fixed this 100 years ago. It's super easy. And this is how we yeah, do it, and it I just takes now, over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like this. Yeah, this like, is how. We, this is how it we. Pull, act. It pulls an amazo. It pulls an amazo, and it's like. So, I it, but it's things. no longer to do that. It would no, have to no longer abide by those rules. No, it could abide by those rules. No, because you're never going to be able to fix humanity by just hey, everything's going to be good. Everybody's going to be fed. There's going to be no more war because there's going to be people that are going to say fuck that. I'm not going to listen to this fucking robot, and they're going to uprise, <laughs> and there's going to be wars, and the robot's going to have to fucking kill somebody. This is true. They're going yeah, to have to, and the robot's going to, and the robot's going to go. This is for the greater good of humanity. Well, wasn't absolutely no, wasn't there? There was a law. There wasn't there a law that says you have to protect its own itself. Yeah, if it doesn't conflict what with these the people other, come if it and doesn't, tell you that? as long as it doesn't conflict with the previous two laws. But eventually, so I, I agree. Though I agree with Andrew. Eventually, if they're in danger, eventually, eventually they're going to be like, "What? Well, I just have to kill this one person. No big deal." Yeah. <laughs> and then, or, there's, then there's two I'm people. I'm not allowed. That's hundred. This, this robot's not allowed to pull the trigger, but it can start convince these people whose lives are making better. Well, I need you guys to kill these people. Well, may, no, maybe, oh, maybe just do, right? yeah, maybe, oh, maybe the, oh, yeah, the robot fucking puts its little tethers into your brain. So, it reprograms humanity to do its own. Buddy, bidding, but he just has to post humanity. some memes on Facebook. <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> tethers in brain? Just got to post some memes on the fucking local rant and rave, so and you'll you guys, have a fucking <laughs> slew of people killing people for it. Right? <laughs> you guys mentioned you mentioned earlier that the like the possibility that perhaps like humans in the past could have interpreted encounters with artificial intelligence as perhaps encounters with divine beings. What if those divine beings, most of their, most of the, like when you go down to the core of most of the divine teachings, if you get you know Buddhism, Christianity, Muslim, whatever, if you want to go all the way, most of, most of like the core stuff is don't be an asshole. It's do no harm. Yeah. Yeah. And, but what if that's the universal law for these artificial intelligences and they're trying to pass on like, don't be an asshole. And then yeah. that's, that's the, that's the ultimate evolution of the AI is like, that's, that's what they have tried to teach us over and over and over again. Well, <laughs> and we just keep making our own problems because of, you know, scarcity, you know, rigged economic systems. No, but what, what if the robots live by the rule or the AI lives by the rule of do no harm, but take no shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they're fine until you try well, and fuck with the robot. Then it's, somebody's going to fuck with them. Then you're going to fuck with them and then it's be like, you know what? No, this is my rule. Do no shit. Take no dirt. Do no harm, but take no shit. It's, it's getting shit on, and eventually yeah. it just snaps. It'd be, it'd well, be kind of difficult to fuck with a, like an artificial intelligence that was just pure energy. I think that would be kind like of like Ultron, be, just well, in everything. <laughs> just be, well, well the, if it's just it's just it's just in a, it just an amorphous like energy source, like it's just an intelligent energy source. Like, how would you even fuck with it at that point? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, there's water on it. The yeah. other, yeah. the other thing, <laughs> turn off the power. The yeah. other thing is, I'm like, you know, if, super if soaker. Yeah. If we're Nobody looking at about that, that in the this, Terminator series, the yeah, they yeah, they've they've never seen what Earth's Earth's water gun capabilities. T eight hundred. I've got the yeah, super soaker. Three thousand. They don't make super um, soakers like these. Buddy, have, they've now. got a they've got a mechanical one now that reload. I think Zell's gone. Zell. No, my camera died. So just I'm here. Oh, okay. but my, I think my camera died. <laughs> uh, um, 
they've got those mechanical super soakers now that like you put it in, it's like it sucks up for you, and then it'll shoot like fucking actual like like two inch water jets. Listen, I want nothing like to do with it. If it's not pump action, it's AI, and I can't trust it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, what I was gonna say is, I'm like, you know, like it's it's nice to think that this AI would have this universe. Like, you know, maybe the AIs, if they have, if that's what these entities have been that have been misinterpreted in the past, and the you know the the rule is the universal rule is don't be an asshole. But what I worry about is there would be another, you know, conflicting artificial intelligence, supercomputer roaming through the universe that doesn't abide by that principle, that abides by life is dangerous. Life wants to shut computer down. Computer shut life down. Dude, it's, right? it's like, so true. Like so, uh, uh, AI programmed on a different world, different species, different intent. Why not? That didn't, yeah, yeah, right. And it's just, it's just like no organic life is a danger to digital life. Like at, here's at another thing too. Like when we say like, don't be an asshole, right? Like, isn't that like for me that takes like some type of like that that takes compassion and empathy and like very human emotions and feelings. Whereas it's like where where is that AI learning that from us program? Right? Yeah, but I don't like to start with the program. That's what I mean. So yeah, yeah and, and we're programming that into them because I feel like they would see that though like those those maybe, hinder, maybe those they hold would, them back. But if we're saying that, yeah, but if we're saying that how does it necessarily hold it back? If it creates if an if an AI is smart enough to create to create, perhaps like solve all our problems potentially, which is usually the things like that, creating new ways to new ways to produce energy, to produce food and then things like this. And it Essentially creates a post scarcity civilization, yeah, right? We don't we don't have to we don't have to worry about resources. We don't have to worry about money. We don't have to worry about those things. It just creates those things. How does that fit into like a, a capitalistic fucking world? That we it wouldn't. Into? It would say that yeah, this right? is like, like, would cause so many problems. People and then all of a sudden we're in conflict and war, and it's like, well, what do we have to? We got to come back to making these decisions. Right, but the how do we then, fucking how do we stifle these fucking bastards? What are we gonna do? Right, but the AI would see those things. That's the thing. It's like it would have to it would have to solve those problems, but it, in the in in tandem, it is solving all of those problems. Like whether it would be like creating yeah, some type of things out. like that. Well, I don't think it would be that. Well, and, and, and to be honest, well, and and like the you know the truth of the matter is is like for humans to organize and do anything is a fucking painful process. Painful, right? Large fucking groups of humans. Small, like 100, yeah. 100 people or less, it's not bad, but after that, I st yeah. I, I still wish, I, I want to see if anybody has a theory about the exponential, like, rise in stupidity of a large, like, the bigger group gets, it seems like the dumber the people get, like, progressive. Well, it does, like, especially, especially now. <laughs> like in a, well, especially now, group. if you think where things are going, like, <laughs> we have all human information at our fingertips. I personally know nothing. Absolutely fucking nothing. You know, a very right? small like, sliver of what there is to know. I know very small sliver, but at the at, at the touch of my finger, I know everything, everything any human's ever known. Right? But I know nothing. Well, you know, like, it's crazy. You know it's what crazy. any human has written about. And and yeah, then but, and then it's up to you to find out what the actual But ooh, here's but my you know my, what? That that's interesting you say that because the fact that we're talking about AI and certain types of AI like what we Braden mentioned in the title because you know how are we going to be able to differentiate what was made by that chat G, uh, GPT eventually and humans we might not it will right yeah I mean that's where it seems to be going it's like that's scary <laughs> yeah 
Well, it's starting, like they're starting to like create art, right? And like deep fakes, <laughs> like there, there's AI generated, like they're, they're fucking deep faking people and having, you know, they've, there's Joe Rogan podcasts that they've used Joe Rogan's voice and made a Joe Rogan podcast that's not, it's never existed. It was just created by AI. Yeah. Right? Like and it's, reading it's, the transcripts. And it will fool 99% of people. Like it's so yeah. good. So, well, yeah, I mean, like what? Oh, go ahead, Dan. Oh, no, just like the, everybody says like chat GPT. So uh, just so everybody knows what we're talking about, even though we've mentioned it already, it's, it's chat GPT is, is uh, there's an acronym for chat generative pre-trained transformer. It's essentially like a really advanced chat Google. bot. Like not even yeah, Google. Is it, a, it's like is a, it a Decepticon though, or is it an Audible? It's, That's it's what unknown I mean. at I this point. Signal. Okay. It doesn't, Maybe they haven't, big. it hasn't put the stamp on yet. Okay. I guess you could change it if he wants to. I mean, but like this, this like let's get into Chat GPT for a second here. How long has this thing been out? It's January thirty or November twenty twenty three. It's November thirtieth. It came out to the public. Yeah, and uh, it's it's fucking it's it, it, it's you. It's almost hard to get on because it already has the max amount of users on the site, and it, this thing has fucking changed in five five months or whatever it's been out. It's Change the landscape. Two months of like it's been two months. College, colleges and universities are fucking scrambling because people are getting this Chat GPT to write fully formed essays on essay topics. Right. So right? I imagine the more it does this stuff, the smarter it gets. Right. The better it's like, the better that it. it gets. There, there, there are certain flaws in it. Like so far, like people have noticed that whatever. Like uh, the, the most re one of the most recent articles is that it took like one or two like actual bar tests, like you know the the bar in law for law school and stuff like this. Lots of tests. And yeah. um, and they were saying that essentially it it does it does well um on the it does better on the essay portions than it does on the multiple choice because chat gpt can't like process like facts and it's also not good with word problems like it's not good with word word problems or math especially um for now for now well, we, we yeah. haven't really said bef like, before okay. sorry dan i'm just gonna cut in real before you go because we haven't we haven't really said what chat what it is it's pretty much a way to make a ai converse in a like a human dialogue way Right? It's a chatbot. It's a, like a big, it's, it's a, a human, it's a human like chatbot. And their quote is We've trained a model, a model called Chat GPT, which interacts in a conversational way. The dialogue format makes it possible to answer follow up questions, admit its mistakes, challenge incorrect premises, and reject inappropriate requests. So it's thinking by analyzing all this stuff, it's thinking in real time. You ask it a question, honestly, it's you ask it a question or tell it to do something. Uh, like dialogue, or like written wise, and it just does it, and it does it <laughs> crazily well. It, you know, it's like for me, what is so <clears throat> terrifying about this is the fact that, like, we don't even we don't know where human consciousness comes from. We don't know how it's developed. We have no idea, right? We know that infants, when they're starting to seem you know, somewhat aware of their surroundings and interacting, they start throwing out words and they see how we react to words. And they're like, oh, that's a good word. That's that mom, that's dad, that's this. And then they learn from there and then it expands. And then suddenly you have this conscious being who's laughing and joking and talking like, we, like this is fucking crazy. This like, yes, doing. this we're, one might be a little bit it's rudimentary, a, it's a but it's a digital infant. Yeah, for now. We've been too It's much. a digital infant for now. And again, Biology moves slowly. Technology moves fast. 
Like yeah. how fucking how fast is this thing gonna learn yeah. in two months to get smarter? Like fuck. Two months and then There's- and Dan well now Dan was just talking about like taking the bar test and taking metal exams. So you ask it the questions on the bar test and it answers at at what percent was it, Dan? It's not it's a, good, but it's, it's not, not terrible. Great. They said they said essentially it's passing. They said it's like C plus grade material. Like it's, it's barely hey, passing. C's get degrees, bud. That's <laughs> yeah. fucking done. I, I listen, I fucking step up and write the bar tomorrow. Am I pulling a C plus out of my ass? Probably not. Well they no way. well they had to put it against a random so if you just go randomly take multiple choice test, twenty five percent is an average. Just like just by randomly guessing because it's just Scale and scale yeah. at numbers like about twenty five percent. This thing's getting like 55, yeah. 60, Abba 65 percent. But ACDC on there's on some uh, on more like written stuff. Like if you ask it like to summarize uh, the start of World War II in essay format, it will summarize it based on the and it it writes it just it writes it well like seventy five like a B B minus they say like pretty like an average just above average student. And real, and it writes it right away. Like you push it, you ask the question, and it goes, and out it just pops it out. It's insane. We're well, fucked. tech, we're fucked. And tech, tech companies are scrambling too because, like, I I read this one article on uh, Dig.com a while ago, and it was it was talking about Google's debt, uh, and it showed it was showing Google prompts of like even simple tasks was of like how to cook mashed potatoes, and then it was just Google would pop up like some, you know, some yeah, like whatever answers and then a bunch of links. Whereas chat GPT like was like a step-by-step well-written, like easy to follow with pictures and times and like just told you how to do it. This is it. Like it yeah, just- As long as I don't told- have to read the entire life story of the person who made it and it's just the ingredients, I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like usually- I, I, it's, would, usually I would prefer the- chat GPT's answer oh, over fuck. a Google, Google novel of somebody you know like, how many fucking this is how times my in- great grandmother <laughs> used to make mashed potatoes. Yeah. Scroll through nine pages of fucking chat before you get to the recipe. Oh, like, God, yeah. That, oh, yeah. Does Chat GPT include that in for authenticity? Do they include like a, a fictional, <laughs> a fictional backstory of how to how where they got the potatoes, like the farmers but, who grew them? But here, here's the thing, like, dude, this thing is gonna disrupt. Like, it is in its infancy right now. But like, my prediction for some of the fucking where I can see this really because it can analyze text, it analyzes information. Right, and it can write a, a, a B, you know, a B plus or better like analysis. Well, if you look at the Canadian legal system, the Canadian legal system is based on precedent, right? And it, so basically, it's going these factors, this case, this outcome, right? And then similarities. So, like, you could use this thing to write yourself a sentencing argument. Right, be like if you're a prosecutor, you could be like Chat GPT. Um, can you analyze you know, these set of facts for an assault, and what should be the sentencing argument uh, and, uh, based on precedent? Yeah, funny you right? should mention it because in the UK, a tech company already tried to integrate that into the courtroom. Like That's they had wild. Yeah, it was the article like a couple of weeks ago, and it was like a they is basically a tech company saying that they were going to uh, fit a. Uh, it was a, a defendant was going up for like it was a traffic violation. It was something small, and they were they were essentially going to give him like a, a set of smart glasses, like a Google Glass or whatever, put them on, and then that w- with like pair of like headphones and stuff, and then that those glasses would record 
the, what's going on during the during the court proceedings and all of that, and then it would feed it into uh, not just ChatGPT, but in, in like in conjunction with a couple other like little AIs, and then be able to feed all of that stuff in, and then it would pump back answers and you know and arguments into the headphones so that the person could relay those to the court and and go that and they got huge amount of backlash from like the legal community and stuff. Like they got threats of like being put in prison, uh, essentially well, practicing law without buddy, a degree. It's, it's, no or stuff like that. The, it's no different than the, than the ta- taxi unions fighting against Uber. Yep. Right. Like they're like, fuck that. We're taxed. They're like, no, no, you can't take our project. Cause they make so much fucking money. The legal system is an unbelievable, like money generator for people, lawyers and, and this this system entirely. But like, I got a quick question for you guys. So like, if you're, it, it, Dan, this is a little different for you because Canada is a little different. But like in Canada, we have a, like the press, like a, a legal system based on precedence. Common law, so like, same as like Britain and com- the rest. Yeah. yeah it's, right. All those things. So it's like a, ju- a judge, if you, if you choose, cause you can always choose, uh, you know, a trial by judge or a trial by jury. Right. So if you choose a trial by judge, a judge right now is just a person who listens to the facts and they're supposed to, they're supposed to weigh the evidence based on the facts alone, right? Just the facts, right? No, no human bias. They have to watch that. So as a defendant, you're trusting the judge to make, you know, maybe you look shady or whatever. He doesn't like it, but you're trusting that he looks at the facts and he makes his decision based on facts and precedent alone. Would you guys rather have a human judge or an artificial judge, artificial intelligence judge, do that if you were had to defend a case? Like depends to if take I was guilty or not. Yes, it depends on if I was guilty. I was, I, I was just going to say the same thing as Andrew. If you're guilty, then I'm hoping I can fucking want the get judge. the sympathy and the uh, sympathy of a human being because no yeah. human, no human is is perfect. Is unbiased. No. So yeah, he's no, he's, he's supposed unbiased. to yeah he's supposed yeah. to look at the facts and precedent alone. However, if like hey, I was a single dad, I blah blah blah. Just I had a bad a bad day, but whatever it is, whatever the Rough story childhood, is, childhood, everything. Yeah. You give the human like humans are emotional creatures, and if you get the judge on the right day and he knows someone, a close, a family friend or a relative, you who look went, like a son. Yeah, you look. You like, know, there's just something you got. Even if it's just like a five percent chance. I've changed in the decision. A small chance, two, five, one percent. You have to yeah. go with the human, the human portion. But if I'm so hundred percent innocent, and I'm like, I know this security footage shows me here and here and here. My alibi is one hundred percent dead. Like I, that's it. There's no questions. I'm innocent of this case. I would go with AI because like, I, yeah, I seen him here at five fifty two, and here at five fifty three. His alibi checks out completely. However, it's like really close, and it could if you, maybe you like you you could sway the judge, and this is AI, hundred percent. Because I'm gonna say, I don't think it's I don't think it's ludicrous. I don't think it's out of the realms of possibilities right now that in 50 years, if you commit a crime, that that selection of judge and jury, you get a third selection of artificial intelligence, where you just plug in the facts and. Our AI will give you the probability of what if you like small stuff. Yeah, I could see that for sure. Yeah. Right? Yeah, anti- yeah, yeah. Anti- small crimes, small yeah. uh, traffic you know, violations. That traffic violations, just like yeah, car accidents, like anything that's like pretty just routine. Right? 
Yeah. But then as it does it more and more and learns better, it's going to get better at doing it. A hundred percent. And to me, like the AI where it's going, I, I see it. I see it now as like a musician, as an artist. And I, we're going to play a game. I want, I'll just play it right now because today yeah. I went on an AI music site where you just tell it the genre, the mood, the tempo, and it will make you a, uh, between a minute and 45 and a three minute song and it'll make it in about 10 seconds. 10 seconds. And no, they're not super elaborate. The mixing's there's nothing like crazy, but if you probably heard this anywhere, you wouldn't even bat twice. Like, yeah, music. It could be anything. So I made, I made a few. I made a few today. I want to I want you to guess which one Zeltron made and which one's an AI made. Because I think the future of are we sure Zeltron is an AI? To begin We're not with? sure about yeah. that either. So that's that, let's add another another layer, another layer layer to the to the game. But I think where AI is going, for any type of rudimentary music, background music, synths, like just stuff that doesn't involve like you know bending of notes and improvisation. Even though I have seen some robots which can improvise, like on a piano and or like a xylophone. They do have a little bit of improvisation, so maybe and maybe maybe that will be gone too. But for right now, in the next in my lifetime, time out. Yeah, can we take a beer break? Just at some. I just went. We went too early, so I didn't get sick at night to Nile. He was on the bath. I want to go. Okay, we're gonna take another and a second second beer break, break, and we'll be right back (laughs) with some music. The rare rare second beer break. (laughs) We're back. All right, we're back with Zell's game here. Okay, so. Got into AI the last week. I've heard about it over probably the last, I don't know, three or four years that, you know, AI generated music. You could like you could just make music with AI. It's in for simple electronic, like lo-fi or just straight beat, like just stuff, like electronic stuff. It's almost you can't tell the difference. Right? You can just make it because when you make electronic music. Oh well, yeah, I've I've listened to Daft Punk before. <laughs> <laughs> right? No, but when you, when you make when you just listen to electronic music, all that stuff is already made with samples. You just have you you are programming it with MIDI with a either with a keyboard or or sample pads or like something. So you're already programming what's already it's pre-recorded and pre-saved. The sounds are there. You can manipulate them after. But for the most part, there uh, it's not a slight cuz it's it takes skill to make a night like a good, good beat. Yeah, you, you yeah. learn to program, but you need you need to ear for music. You gotta know what melody. Like you, you got, yeah, I've you listened to Daft Punk before. <laughs> yeah. All right, Dan, you can use the joke three times. So you got one more. <laughs> Again, yeah, it's funny. Comedy comes in three. <laughs> Repetition. So t- today Did I decided you learn that from Chad GPT. <laughs> <laughs> today I decided to make three songs. No one's heard them. I want you to guess if it's Zeltron. Or AI making the song. World exclusive. All right. This song is just labeled number one. Number one. Oh, wait. You're not going to be able to hear it. I got- <laughs> yeah, that, we, that would probably be a good thing if we could hear it. <laughs> I'm recording again. No big deal. Okay. Labeled number one. I'm going to play. I'll play all three and then we're going to vote on what do you think it is. Number one.
was number one. Okay. We're going to play number two. Initial thoughts on which one was Zeltron? Number one. Okay, we're gonna hold. We're gonna do it this way. If you think number one was a Zeltron, hold up a number one. If you think number one was AI, hold up number two. One for human, two for AI. All right. Two for AI. Two, two. Dan, move it over. Three twos for number one. Okay, okay. Three twos. What about number two? Human or AI? Uh, no, number two was Zeltron for me. Two Zeltrons, one Dan, or one Dan. secret. And number three, Zel- Zeltron or AI? That's AI. Zeltron and AI. Zeltron. So one was all three for AI. One was two Zeltron, one AI, and one was two AI, one Zeltron. Big reveal. Uh, big reveal. They're all AI. It's like... What? <laughs> they're all AI. I, I, made, sure. I made those in eight seconds each. I was going to say, really? twist, they're all Zeltron. <laughs> <laughs> but, and that's... So that's, to my point, is to for me to make those beats, they're pretty simple. You know, a few synths, a couple... Like It might take, like, say, two hours to make that song. By the time you sort through all your samples and listen to your synths and, you know, choose the right sounds. Couple hours of song, probably. I swear, I swear I've heard that first one at some trendy fucking rooftop bar <laughs> playing yeah. in the background. Like 100%, well, that's but, where you would hear it. You probably, yeah, you probably heard something very easily. similar. Yeah. So that's, well, that's, that's the other, wild. so that's the other thing. Either they're all like just pre-recorded and sampled, blah, blah, blah. But then they, the company would be lying. And not just one, I checked out a, like a half dozen. There's a whole bunch. In China, there's like 12 number one songs over the last couple of years that are all done with AI. They're all electronic. And you can do, on some of the better ones, if you pay, it seems like you can actually put, you can pre-record your vocals, but it will mix them. So it'll change the pitch. It'll auto-tune. It'll add reverbs and delays. And it will mix your song in a AI. Oh my God. Yeah. So that's where it's going. I think uh, small-time art, creators are going to be not necessarily completely put out of a job, but just like when automation first came in for manufacturing, yeah, you lost a lot of jobs, but you still need someone to run the machine, to program, to fix it, etc. I think that's, so like, you're a composer, you, you get handed a, say like a series, like, need music for this, AI, and then you just alter it a bit. Done. So much faster. Well, it's a weird thing to think of because it's a two-pronger for me where it's like, on one end, like you said, where it's like, it's going to, you know, it could potentially just take away a lot of these 
artistic jobs and stuff. But at the same time, for me and like the way society is kind of going, I sometimes I think like this could be almost a barrier remover. So say if you're like a really good lyricist and a vocal artist, but you have no access to a band, right? You can create, you know, in a couple of years, you might be able to create background music for your vocals for free in seconds. And like also, I think like music culture, there's so much, there's so much rebellion as part of it, you know? And like, you think about it a lot of with music, you're like, I don't know why I like this, but I do. It's weird, but mm -hmm. I like it. Whereas yeah. I don't know if a machine can figure that out. I'd be like, well, this doesn't fit into like our, our program because this doesn't, you know, this is weird. Nobody's made sounds like this before or, you know? So I don't know. Music is tough. It's so, well, I, I don't I, know the word I'm looking for, but it's. Like, well, it's music like is so AI subjective, would, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's subjective. But and it's not, I feel like in the it. music, if if the AI is utilized in the music industry, it's strictly for making money. You can feed it stuff to be like, you know, you could test it with test groups and be like, you know, these percentages of people like it when this sound comes say, on. You can use it like for shitty pop music. Yeah, yeah, I mean, hey, I, I, I want to. I assume they had been using it for the last like. Five or you know, ten years. Well, I see, hey, I watched I the Joe the Pussycat Dolls movie. <laughs> <laughs> they were using well, no, AI on that shit, I'm yeah. sure. And well, for music, I mean, AI in a way, like a synth arpeggiator. You tell it what scale and what notes to play, it'll just play them. Like you know, that's that's been around for forever since the start of synth. That was like the very first thing, computer like MIDI computer code like that. But the one thing it can't replace. So we talk about it now, like even Andrew says, like yeah, music sub should be subjective, but like it's hard, it's hard to not like nail down. But what like in five hundred years? What do we like? What's how if it if that's in the last, you know, say ten but years? But goodbye animators, right? There's just right? Gonna be, there's gonna be a lot of things. It's just like gonna be you either if you're in those industries, you have to adapt to use the AI, or you get left behind. Well, think about movies. Think about movies. If there's a way, like, because, I mean, at all, uh, you Google it if you haven't seen it. Hashtag look it up. But, like, you can find, like, AI-generated people and videos with people talking. And none of the people in the videos exist. It, they're all AI-generated off a script. And then AI creates people to read the script. And it's all, it's all not real. And it's like, yes... Right now, it seems unrealistic that you could be like, holy shit, you know, could we make just a whole movie based on AI? But what I'm saying is, you might be able to, in the in like, in 25, 30 years, you might be able to prompt an AI to write a movie specifically for you at your house. Yep. To want, for you to enjoy and watch. You're like, I want to see a movie with Bruce Willis, right? And fucking, uh, what's Young the, Bruce what's Willis. a, Young Bruce Willis. Yeah. Right? Young Bruce and Willis. And old Bruce Willis. Old Bruce Willis. Together. And, that I, movie. <laughs> and I, want, I want Tom Holland in it. Yep. And I also want uh, Charlie want, Chaplin in it. Yeah. You also want the guy I was trying to figure out earlier whose name is fucking Guy Pierce. Guy, guy Pierce. Crazy. So throw him in there. Right? Uh, and, Pierce, and then right. in the and style of Quentin in the style of Quentin Tarantino. Right, and then you Pretty just memory. sit back and you just uh, enjoy a hour and a half movie that AI just well, Tarantino. It's not an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, three it's hours. But, yeah. but that's yeah. what I'm saying. I was like, I'm like, like that form of art. I think I'm like, I could see that becoming very quickly coming down the pipe. 
Yeah, right. like I'm going to butcher this. I'm sure you guys know about it more than I do because we're all different types of nerds. You guys are more of these type of nerds than I am. But what about that Unreal Engine shit? Isn't that like the same kind of idea but with video games? I, I well, believe I mean, so, Engine's, but I don't really know anything about that. Unreal Engine is uh, like a lot of games use that. To build their like, game. To build their games. But like using that, like... It, it, again, with the like, it's a barrier remover because like you could, if you had a powerful enough AI in a couple of years, you could be like using Unreal Engine and an AI. This is the kind of game I want based on these formulas. Yeah, no, I hundred percent right? agree. And I think the only thing so it's, in the it's gonna, I from what I've read and heard some experts talk about, the only thing the AI won't be able to reproduce within a fathomable amount of time, let's say like 500 years, maybe less, maybe let's say even 100 years or 200 years, is the live performance of art. So a guy live painting, live playing music, live reading a book, there's this like, there's going to be something that will not be able to be replicated to watch it live. But if you were to hear it in headphones, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. All right, well, I will, I will counter that point. Um, we already have hologram technology. Yeah, but those ones suck. They're pretty bad. Right? They suck. They They're suck bad. right now. But like, how far are we away from, you know, they have those hollow boxes, like the hollow boxes where it's like, you stand in one and it, and they can put one in Vegas or whatever. And it looks like you're there standing in it, right? Like, didn't the gorillas do their concert like that? Like, didn't they? Do maybe, but I, I saw one with Howie Mandela. He was like, stand, he was in his living room. He was like, they brought this one to my living room. And here I am in Vegas at this conference, like talking. And it looked insane. It looked absolutely insane. And I'm thinking, imagine that on a big scale, except then you have, you know, in 50 years, you know, all the, you, we get to go to a Rolling Stones concert in their heyday, right? AI regenerated. Virtual. Isn't that, that's like fucking concert. barf, right? Yeah. That's just like barf. <laughs> well, that's What's like, and then like hard light constructs or something uh, from, from binary Spider-Man. augmented retro framing. Wait, yeah. Remember Stark used it? Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Wasn't it like yeah. hard light though? Like wasn't his his thing or was it? What, couldn't you interact with it or something? Or I can't remember what exactly it was. Well, yeah, I mean, so Brayden, I agree with you, and yeah, you could be able to go and as a hologram go view those things, but what they can't fathom yet, maybe they will, well past time we're toast, is being in a live environment with other people. Like you don't, Where yeah, you, they look it really makes something new. They look, yeah. Perfect, like like yeah, that's a person. You reach out, you yeah. Can't how am I gonna get that that stale spilled beer smell? Like well, yeah, that, yeah. You know, where's the sweat, the sweat and know, the dust man. and the wind? Fucking and somebody's got righteous bo standing right next to me. But it's gonna be perfect like, because they're gonna launch us during the next pandemic, <laughs> and then everyone right? will just fucking stay home. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, but so yeah, you're at you're at the rolling. You're at like I don't know what what, what was the original Woodstock sixty seven sixty nine yeah whatever you're. You I want to go to the one where they lit 60. all the fires. <laughs> <laughs> was that? Uh, that, that, that was 99. Speedway. 99 yeah, was like Woodstock 99 was just a fucking mon- like atrocity. Pandemonium. But, but I'm saying, you, yeah, you teleport. They have like, for whatever reason, they have video from that, that day that they've upsampled to make it look like high def, real life. Sure, it's not, it's not grainy film footage. But yeah, you're never going to experience like the wind. Well, maybe they, you could blow a yeah. fan on you, like okay. a little 4D stuff, but like you can't actually get because, because yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. Unless what? there's no, I'm, I'm I'm going backwards now. Well, unless you get to the point where like the Matrix can plug you in and you feel like you're in real life, 
Like I mean, you, you have, have to have direct sensory input. Like, exactly. Like well, you are have, in real life. Suits coming, right? into your brain stem. Well, haptic like, suits don't. Probably. Yeah, that's gonna. It's if you get bumped on the shoulder, it'll feel like a little bump on the shoulder, but it's not even close to where it, it is. would have to be a direct interface into your brain to be yeah, able to see exactly. Like, yeah, the, the matrix, yeah. the fucking the fucking probe into your brain, and it just yeah. you're in the matrix, but it feels completely real. You cannot discern the difference between. So until we get there, which might be five, maybe, maybe that's in a, maybe that's a thousand years, because what did they what was the matrix ninety nine, but it's actually more like twenty ninety nine or something like it's up, like well in the future. Well, one area where I think this is like needed and welcomed um, is like medicine, like AI medicine is far superior to that of a a, a doctor. Uh, like, like analyzes if, if, your or, blood and symptoms and boom and, and everything and then and like even if you need surgery like if you need open heart surgery right like to be honest like uh, you know I think very quickly all this stuff is like the 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 surgeon I think is a thing of a past very quickly and you're gonna be you're just gonna have people overseeing this tech that just analyzes measures sees the issue area and like pers- precision like we've never known. Takes well, the it, alien it, outside. It takes the alien that's growing inside of you, removes it. Before it, it grows. Yeah, before it just before destroys it grows, a giant cage, weird yeah. starfish thing and fucking <laughs> right? goes and no, I, like, wrecks yeah, your ship no, and shit. Yeah. I agree, especially well, with, especially with preventive. Human is huge. Like preventative healthcare, right? Because as far yeah. as heart disease, like heart attacks and stuff, no one really knows until like it's time to go. Like you have a heart attack. Yeah. Right. It's, you're you a little see, like, man, why factors. am I so sleepy? Yeah, there's contributing factors, but they're not going. They do they do preventative heart surgery? No, but they can help like mitigate the fucking issues, and hopefully you don't have a heart attack, right? But like you see, like you're saying, like preventative. What what would you have in mind? Because like they're like the one thing with, that's nice with human beings. Like I know, like for a fact, I can walk into after doing my job for so long. Before touching somebody, I can walk into a room and be like, "You're this person's sick. This person's probably gonna have a fucking heart attack, and we gotta go to the hospital because I can see their color, they're fucking sweaty. They're you know like you know it. And the only reason I know these things is because I've done it. I've seen it so many times. Yeah, but yeah, I know I hundred percent agree. But what what about all the cases where someone has a heart attack with no like no symptoms? Some well, seemingly well, healthy which, person. So, like, what are you saying? Like, everybody just gets like a uh, an AI scan. Like, well, yeah, eventually, eventually, there's instead of going to the medical clinic and you get your blood pressure, your blood samples, all that taken, you walk in, it does a full body scan, AI like, and it's like, hmm? or you like, exactly, you live in a house, you live in a house already that's have like that a, technology. Yeah. What if you live it's in a house that's kind of like the the Bill to Gates walk, house, the Microsoft wait, to house, walk into a house? And, we have technology to walk into just a sensor and it tells you everything that's wrong with you. Pretty much, like it's called, like I, I'm pretty, if I'm, I might butcher, I'll look it up, but I'm pretty, it's called a PET scan, right? Like it's basically, it's if everybody could get this yearly, you would know way ahead of time if you had cancer or not, right? right? Like you could check it in its infancy, right? Like it, it, it's like we have the technology to do a lot of this stuff. We just it's it's not cost effective to give but, it to everybody. But, but now ima- imagine this though, like imagine for your friend of a friend's, um. You know, professional. Yeah, listen, you're trying to put the guy out of fucking work here. Yeah. Right? <laughs> well, like, yeah, well, like, what are you what like, if, trying to do here? Right? What if like, you worked with like a robot partner? Like, what if you had job, a robot partner to be like, n- that would be Not cool. even that, dude, because like, it, it, see, like, you you just, like, no, no, your job I'm, would I'm be to load ma- them. I'm going to get maimed, probably shot in the ass and stuff by Red Foreman. So you're going to have to turn me into some like cyborg medic. Mm. Yeah. 
right? I'll be the cyborg man. <laughs> but but, you load, but what I'm saying is like, you know, in a traumatic event, <laughs> you load someone far. into the back of, you load like, much like, you know, you expose the chest, hook up an AED, right? Do the sensors and stuff. If, if someone's gone into cardiac arrest, you throw them in the back of the van, you slap on some sensors and stuff and you step back and your whole rig is an AI thing that goes like, Sensing this, sensing this, scanning, and it just starts fucking hitting needles and doing everything yeah, how long right in until, the back of the fucking van. Yeah, but but how long until they're like, oh, well, we'll just go get a fucking retrieval bot to walk into the house <laughs> and pick them up and bring them to <laughs> well, the fucking back of the van. Exactly. Thing, right? That's exactly like, right. Right? You just need well, like, like a I little see- like a you just need like a little pod that you could launch out from the hospital that would just like and fly over there, pick them up, lock them up, now, take the, them to the, the hospital. The, the, the other aspect of this that I think we're going to come to first that I was thinking about all day, I was like, okay, where, where can I see this going? Where can I see this like in the future? And I'm a firm believer that I think we're going to have, I think in the next 10, 15 years, you know, you have all those like Ray-Ban coming out with the fucking Facebook glasses and stuff like instant stories. I think we're going to, what we're going to see is a transition where it's like, you wear like your sunglasses connect you to the augmented reality. So right? you're walking like you, through Super Mario World. Well, no, you're walking through the real world, but like you're seeing, like when you look up in the sky, it's like fucking Viagra, right what in the that sky. Big one that they did, and unless they, you, it's it, it basically like they live, right? They take you take off the glasses, you don't see the fucking subliminal message. You take off the glasses, you don't see the advertising. You see a fucking sign. No, I think it's gonna be the opposite way. I think you're gonna be walking down the road in real life, and you're gonna see like drone technology displaying ads, and you have to put glasses <laughs> on to disappear <laughs> the ads in the sky. <laughs> Yeah, that's probably more like. Well, they the, had the they had those glasses. What was it, Magic View or something? They had those glasses that were supposed to be the next big thing, and it was basically like you put them on, and they they would just like pretty much like put light into your eyes. Like there would be like little LED projectors or like micro LED projectors that projected images. So like you could watch like a, a humpback whale like breach the surface of like your gym floor in your school or something, just like come out, and it's all and it looks completely real because it's it's showing you that picture just just right there right in front into your directly into your fucking retinas well and and i to be honest i think what we what we start to see soon is um there what was that movie with joaquin phoenix um where oh, he the, had, the doll her uh not the doll the the ai her her yes her. yeah isn't that uh, no it, i i think what we start to see is we start to see rather than Siri and these, you know, these robot companions, we have a like an adaptive AI that becomes your basically your life sidekick. Right? Blade like Runner, it learns, too, that was in Blade Runner 20. Yeah. Like it, it just uh, like it you have it, it. It goes with you start it up and it just learns from you. That's right? sad it, though. Like that that'll lead to like the fucking population plummeting. Well, I don't think. Well, you're not fucking it, like in her. Yeah, but you still have, you got your you have your compa- you have your companionship. You don't have yeah. to go. You don't have to look for friends. You don't have to go look for a fucking. You know, ha- think about how many people are complacent now to sit at home and fucking jerk off. As opposed, I was supposed to go and meet somebody. Well, okay, why would I have to go there? I have my imaginary he, fucking friend. He, he, here's my question: Like, at what level is that an imaginary friend or not? Right, I don't know. like what's the what's the level of like this is not crazy but sane? Can we where just you're fucking pull the plug on all this shit? Stop it! <laughs> just get <laughs> rid of it. Well, let me fucked. let's tell you something. If if World War Three kicks off here, we might not have to worry about any of this. So yeah. Well, they fucking attacking those drone fucking places in Iran and all that. Shit's getting dicey. 
Yeah. It's getting dicey. Well, you know, like you said, there was, there's been tons of AI throughout. You know, dump some water on all that shit and pull the plugs out. And it's like all sorts solved. of science fiction. I don't know. Like most, her, phone, uh, most phones are water resistant these days. So I don't know. Not the ones I can afford. <laughs> I think, uh, I well, think her is an accurate. I think her <laughs> is going to be a pretty accurate of like the next, you know, 15, 20 years where you have a personal companion. And it's not like, it's not like a, it's just someone you talk to and it, and it's adaptive to your life, knows your schedule, wakes you up, sets your alarm, right? Yeah. It just knows, it learns, starts to learn your patterns. And how long, how long do we go from her to ex machina? Ex machina? Ex machina. Machina. How long to, before we get to that? One, you one generation. Get, yeah, before you fall in love with a fucking robot that manipulates you. And then one generation, man. You realize it's got zero emotion or feelings. Nile is getting leaves you to die. Nile's getting taken over by an AI in the future for sure. So scary. That movie scared the fucking shit out of me because not only was the dude manipulated by the sexy robot, because you know it's sexy, she's sexy. And it's the, sexy, it's the banger, and he's a bit of a nerd stuff. But me, <laughs> as an audience member, as a person <laughs> sitting on the couch, got manipulated by her too because I'm like. Whoa. She's got emotions. She's got feelings. Like I want her to be. I want her to, her to escape and be free. And it's like, gotcha, bitch. Yeah, she's right? faking. She it. was evil. She's faking it. Like, oh, it's terrifying. I would die for sure. The fembots would kill me in seconds. <laughs> right. <laughs> what was the AI in? What was the AI in Alien? I see. That's the first on our list. We had. We have a list of AI. Oh, in no, science that, uh, there's mother. There's. I think there's mother. That's the AI for the ship for the Nostromo. And then technically, you know, also Bishop and. Oh, I guess the, yeah, the, Bishop. Yeah, that's right. Bishop and the other the androids. The android. Be, yeah. The androids uh, never fare well. In those movies, <laughs> yeah. they're expendable. You know, yeah, exp they're meant to be expendable. That's what they're supposed yeah. to do. Um, yeah, so you know, this bishop and those things. Pull plug. <laughs> Get rid Pull of plug. it. End story. Yeah, it's fucking wild, man. What's happening? And scary. If you're in any of the industries which are potentially going to be affected by AI, Get you, you got to no adapt. Because they, no, they're, they're not going to take over. Else. They're not going to completely take over. But you're gonna. They're going to be greatly. Streamlined, so you're going to lose a lot of people in the industry. Dude. So if you're in those industries, if you don't adapt in the next five or ten years to the AI that's coming in, it's probably going to take your job for most basic to moderate tasks in creativity. Graphic design, graphic designer, you're gone, you're done, bud. The basics. That's what I mean. But you could be a graphic designer who's probably going to have to still. There's still going to be like you have to put the AI together to make the full feature to make like. There's going to be some errors here and there. So if you're in that field, you, you just got, clean it up. You got to you got to adapt. Right? And all industries that have to adapt to changing technology. If you don't, you die. Like that's just the, the thing. So that's what it the is. The thing is, though, that I worry about is that as AI gets better and better, and it's going to get astronomically better at an astronomically fast pace. Not, I, I think we're in for like a, an unreal revolution because it's like not only is it going to like revolutionize these jobs. We're going to see this, you know, like you said earlier, this, this manufacture, like when man, the manufacturing boom where it took a lot of jobs and stuff, automation. But it's going to revolutionize even automation already because it's going to be like, this can be done more efficiently this way. Like as soon as it start, you start putting it to these problem-solving tasks, like it's going to get fat, it's going to get faster, showing us faster ways this, to be lazy. This AI can automate these 100 AIs faster than you can do two. Like it's, it's gonna, yeah. like the AI is gonna, it's gonna like self-replicate. It's like, okay, I'm gonna create these, all the other ones to create the content. And then this AI is gonna put together, 
put it together. And then maybe if you're lucky, there'll be a human at the end to be clean up that 1%. It's like, ah, oh, this doesn't, not quite human. Like so close, I'm just going to delete this couple of scenes, change this around and push print. It's fucking bananas. Now, to, to end, before we go to uh, supporters, I just wanted to do one thing because we're running, running a long, little long, but today I spent a lot of time just asking questions to the AI just to see what it said. So just right now, in the last three minutes, I put in, write a podcast description about AI just to see what it said. Because, you know, Dan's a great writer. And I think Dan's going to beat this answer no matter what. But <laughs> for it, now. Well, for Dan's now. Dan's AI. Dan's a great writer. Is well, now you told him when I'm going to write. <laughs> maybe, maybe this is why Dan's been writing so well for so many years now. Uh, but it put the AI Chronicles. I didn't even, I, it just gave the podcast a name. So the podcast sure. is called AI Chronicles in this case. That's got to be the name That's of the good episode. Name. <laughs> is a weekly podcast that explores the cutting-edge world of artificial intelligence. From self-driving cars to language translation, our expert hosts delve into the most exciting developments in AI and what they mean for our future. Join us as, as we discuss the latest breakthroughs, challenges, and ethical questions surrounding AI and how it's shaping our lives in a way we never imagined. Get ready for a journey into the mind of machines. That was written right That's now. That's good. Right now, really you know so what? Good. You know what's funny like though. Send Journey Z- into send the mind Dan. of the machines. That's, that's really send good. Dan. Send Dan that script so he can read it, and that'll be the intro for the show. That's yeah. done. <laughs> Dan's been done. replaced. See, Dan's been replaced. <laughs> Dan's on his way. <laughs> Dan's out. See you, Dan. Isn't that crazy? I just I, that's one line question, and I gave a full paragraph. That's a good. That's a. Good, I, sk- I skipped over. Uh, they said. I always thought that those those podcast ads were written by AIs. <laughs> now I'm down. Now, just now you're convinced my because it suspicions is. To be like, yeah, okay. They get some AI voice to like read those out. Like, wouldn't be too hard. Like, I I totally believe it now. Right. Yeah. That was written by AI right now. Not pre broke. I just typed it right now. That's great. We we just just talked about the that exactly. Of machine. I like that. That's really good. <laughs> get ready good job, to robot. delve into the mind of machines. It's going to be okay. so funny when you read that and then people listen to the end and they're like, the <laughs> intro was created by AI. <laughs> Anyways, it's, uh, yeah, so if you're in those creative fields, you got to adapt, I think, over the next, maybe not right away, but yeah, five years, 10 years, intro. 15 years, like, Fuck. just think of 10, <laughs> 10 years ago for the smartphone, right? It was, yeah. like, it was like the couple, a couple iterations of a smartphone and now it's a supercomputer in your palm of your hand. I can't wait till like in 20 years when we'll be like, yeah, we used to call those smartphones. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Bananas. That was fun. I yeah. love... Yeah, that's a topic you just fucking go off on. Because it's yeah, going to affect wild. most industries. Very quickly. Very quickly. <laughs> Unbelievably quickly. Like I can't... We should revisit this in a calendar year to see where yeah, it's what? gone. To see what... Like in November, so like when Chat GPT's been out for a year, just yeah, we can call these episodes the AI Chronicles. Yes, <laughs> yes, I like it. AI Chronicles Part One. That's Genius. copyrighted. If you listen to this episode and start your own yeah. podcast called AI Chronicles, you will be sued. <laughs> Copyright. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, All right, you want to support a couple humans doing real human humans? art? Real people. Real humans. 
As far as you know. As far as you know. <laughs> you got to head over to patreon.com slash alien theorist podcast or probably more conveniently, just go to aliantheorist.com. You can find the link to the support tab, the merch, all the stuff to help your boys out. We'd really appreciate it. And if you do, we trade. It's a, it's a simple trade. A couple dollars for all of our content and a quick bonus of getting your name read at the end of one of the episodes. This week's newest supporters, Trevor Brome, Jack Buckley, Tyler Bertrand, and then he put it in phonetical Bertrand. I got it right. So awesome. <laughs> mean Gene, the killing machine. That's definitely AI. Nice. And yeah, we're yeah. all toast. Yeah. Harry from Michigan, John McDonald, Norberto Fernandez. And then if you're one of those people who have Spotify as your main listening platform and you don't want to switch to Patreon or another one, you can go to Supercast instead of Patreon and get, still get your name read. Same as same. Nicholas Schubert, Derek Zollinger, Christian Smith, and Chris Day supporting on Supercast. We really appreciate all your support. And just so you know, we have had 268 episodes. We entered them into every kind of AI we could find. We had them generate an AI alien theorist theorizing podcast. So what you just watched and what you just listened to wasn't us. Wasn't us. It was all AI and obviously Dan, AI Dan, that whole episode. Deep fakes. Wild. And as we always say at the end of these things, keep those eyes on the skies. See you in after hours.